Yuma, Per Gimel Mishnaches, 3.8. So we're now going to discuss the very activities that the Kohen Gadol did while wearing his white garments, his big day love on. And the first of those we discussed in our Mishnah here, which is his approaching and doing vidui confession on the par, the bull, which is designated as a special offering brought on behalf of him and his family and the Kohanim. So the Mishnah says, Bolo Eitzel Paro. He went now beside his bull. The location of the cow was between the ulam, that's the antechamber of the heichel, the sanctuary, and the mizbeach, which is the altar. Now the truth is that the area in the Azara referred to as bein ulam la mizbeach is a 22 amma wide strip that extends the whole um, from south to north in the in the Azara, all 135 ammos from south to north. It doesn't mean necessarily the cow actually was between these two items. Um, the cow certainly was in the northern half of the Azara. That's required because all Kudshe Kudshim, the most sanctified of the animal sacrifices, are always processed. Everything's done in the northern half of the Azara, so that's certainly true. Um, how to draw this picture, more than just saying he's somewhere between in the northern half in the 22 Amos between the Mizbeach and, and the Ulam, um, that just depends on... Uh, uh, there are several shitas on how far north the Mizbeach um, went. In the Azara, so um, many pictures show. I think maybe the most pictures show that the Mizbeach actually only went to the midway point of the Azara, um, the ramping very close to the southern wall there, and then the whole northern area is free. Other shitas, however, push the Mizbeach further and further north. Um, so there is, according to those opinions, there is a place that the Kohen Gadol actually could be standing with the bull literally wedged between the stairs of the Ulam and the altar. At all events, the Mishnah here describes the orientation of the body of the bull. And what it's going to say is that the animal is basically standing with its rear end facing north, kind of close to the back wall, the northern wall of the Zara, and its head, of course, facing south. But since really what we would have preferred to have is the animal facing east-west with its face towards the the sanctuary, the Hegel. Um but the problem is, if we did that, then its rear could be facing towards the Mizbech, perhaps, and then it could actually, I mean, like, you know, do its business and have manure going towards the the altar, which you don't want. And therefore, we're going to just have its face facing towards the west, but the rest of the body actually really, in truth, running um, from the north to the south, um, in case it actually did its business. So the Mishnah says here, Rosho Ladarom, its head was to the south, Ufan of Lamarov, but its face was twisted to the west. So it's kind of like a J shape, if you will. Vakon Omid Bemizrach, Ufan of Lamarov, and the Kohen Gadol would stand to the east of the bull, and the Kohen Gadol would face his face towards the west. Vesomachte Yadav Alav Umisvade, and the Kohen Gadol would literally means rest his hands on top of the cow or the bull, but what it means is there's a specific requirement to do vidui, a confession, prior to all personal karbonos. There's a bit of a machlokas if it's really all all or only most, and but certainly for a chatas like this, there would be a confession, and therefore he puts his two hands between the horns of the cow, he pushes down with all his weight, and he'll actually do a confession, and the mission will actually specify what this confession is. V'kach hai omer, and this is what he said, Anna Hashem, please Hashem. Now when we say Hashem, usually that just a uh, way of politely saying referring to God and um, his Hashem literally means the name. 
However, in this context, we mean specifically that he said God's four-letter name. He actually spoke out those letters, pronouncing the Yud and the Hey and the Vav and the Hey um, with the same kind of vowels that the word Yira has. So he actually said that word, which we never say. Um, but he said it there, the Kongol did say in the base of Mikdash, and in fact, we'll see he said it three separate times. So he says, Ana Hashem, please Hashem, pronouncing Hashem's specific four-letter name. Avisi Pashati Chatasi. I have um, violated your will in three separate ways. And this, these three ways are as follows. Avisi, from the word Avon, I have done the crime of of, um, of making, of giving in to, but I, I knew I shouldn't do it, but I did it anyways. I couldn't control myself. That's what Avon is. Um, Pesha is worse than that. Pesha is, I specifically did this act in an act of rebellion to, I did, because I didn't want to bend to your will. I wanted to show, so to speak, who's boss, me. I once knew a girl who got a tattoo, one of my students in London, who got a tattoo, and the tattoo was of the verse that said not to get a tattoo in Hebrew. Um, so that's called Pesha. You're actually doing something specifically to rebel against God. That's probably the best example I know. Uh, but in any case, that's what Pesha is. And Chatasi, a chait, is um, an accident, a mistake, like Shogig. So Shogig means that you, you 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 made a mistake for sure, and your act was an intentional act, but you didn't you didn't violate the law intentionally. You didn't know it was not allowed to be done. Okay, so those three things. Lefanechan, I did it before you. Aniyuvesi, both myself and my home, meaning my, my wife and family. Ana Hashem, please God. Again, a second mentioning of the Shem Hashem Hamufarash, God's explicit name. Kaperna la'avonos v'la'pashaim v'la'chatoim. Kapara means something like cleansing. So as I say, whatever, to whatever extent one's soul is besmirched, it's sullied by sin and damaged by sin. So kapara is the cleansing, the cleaning, the rectification, repairing of the damage to the soul. Meaning as opposed to, there are other words like slich and mechila, which have to do with the forgiving of the, the, the act and of the relationship between you and Hashem, in the case of mechila between you and Hashem. Um, but uh, the, the, even if you give slich and mechila and everything's forgiven, but the damage is still done. Kapara actually is what wipes the slate clean, um, in terms both of the, of the, so to speak, the heavenly scorecard or the reward and punishment, if you will, um, as, as well as the actual damage done to the soul. So, kaperna la'avonos v'lepashayim v'lechatayim. So, forgive us and cleanse us for the avonos. Again, that's like the the, the intentional crimes we did, pashayim, the rebellious acts we did, and the chatayim, the mistakes that we made. Shavisi v'shepashasi v'shechatasi lefanecha that I did all these things lefanecha before you aniyuvesi myself and my household kakasu b'toras Moshe avdecha as it says in the Torah ki v'yom hazeh yechapar aleichem latarischem kol chatoseichem lefnei Hashem titaru there's a pasuk in Vikra perk tezayin pasuk lamen that's sixteen. 30 of the Yikra, which it translates to, for on this day, um, you will be cleansed, become pure from all your sins before Hashem, shall, you, ha- you shall be purified. Now, 
on all these cases, including this this third um, this third mention here of the Shem Hashem, where it says Lifnei Hashem Titaru before before Hashem you should be purified again for the third time. Uh, the Kongadal specifically mentioned and articulated the four-letter name of God. So it's a total of three times that Hashem was his name was spoken out. The Hain Onachrav, and after all three times, um, they, meaning the people, all the Kohanim and all the people who are even non-Kohanim who are standing around the Azara, when they hear the Shem Hashem Mufurash, when they hear God's name, so then they would do Kriya, bend the knees, and then Hishtachavaya, that means like a full prostration where the knees and face and hands are all on the ground. Um, and they would say, they would answer after hearing Hashem's name, Baruch Shem Kavod, Malchuso Voed, which means, um, blessed be Hashem, the name of Hashem, the glorious, the, the Muchuba, the honored name of Hashem, his Malchus, his sovereignty should, Leilam Voed, should persist, um, to in perpetuity forever.